This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Want to know what's going on in your neck of the woods and learn the history and the people behind the events that you love across the state? Get to know the real Mississippi. Check out MPB Think Radio's Next Stop Mississippi podcast on all platforms or on the MPB public media app. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. Our host is Coach Charlie Melton, ASC Certified Master Technician. I'm Jermaine Flood. Hey, Coach. Well, how are you doing today? I'm doing good today, Coach. I am doing so good today. And we're talking about batteries today. Our email address for questions is auto at mpbonline.org. All right, Coach. While we're about to get into it, I'm going to introduce our guest expert right after I say my definition. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. You always have a definition. (laughs) Always have a definition. It's a quickie because I know we've got a guest expert, so I'm I'm going to leave it to him. Okay. But an automotive battery or a car battery is a rechargeable battery that is used to start a motor vehicle. That's it. That's a simple explanation. It is one that would store energy to start the vehicle. Yeah, that's it. I didn't want to go any further because we've got our guest expert in today. Um, I want to welcome to AutoCorrect Brent Chappell. He is with CSI Batteries. Brent, thanks. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, no. Thank you all for having me. Now, we wanted to have you that way when we start discussing batteries. We've got an expert on hand that's able to kind of help us out. Um, So let's just get started. Car batteries, Coach where do we start? Where's the 101? Well, you know, first of all, you got to know what type of battery you need for vehicles because all batteries are different sizes and different heights and different weights and mm-hmm. different amperages. So you really need to know what type of battery you need. Okay. Okay. I know, uh, Brent, I know that y'all sell so many different types of batteries. What is one of your most common batteries that somebody comes in and gets from y'all? Yeah, so uh, most common is a Group 48 battery. Uh, that's what most of the automotive batteries are moving towards for uh, Chevy and Ford. Um, and it is a, uh, a 80 amp hour. Okay. Um, with 750 cold cranking amps. Okay. So when you talk about 750 cold cranking amps, we can go, there's certain batteries. You got uh, truck batteries that go in 18 wheelers, that you got other batteries that are 1,000 cold cranking amps, and some are like 450 cold cranking amps. So if the automotive industry is going to a basic um, 750 cranking amp, now that is a more amperage the battery has, that means more lead the battery has, the heavier Correct. the battery is, right? Correct. Yes, sir. Uh, thing is, on these batteries, um, like I said, I told people before that I've worked in a battery plant, and I know that you sell batteries, and what are some of the most common problems that people have with batteries? Yeah, so uh, most common problem with batteries is um, that uh, they drain the batteries down, um, they leave their lights on or something uh, where uh, there's a draw on the battery, and they leave it sitting over uh, you know a week, and it drains the battery all the way down. Uh, so when they try to start it up again, doesn't crank the car or the vehicle, um, and uh, generally they think, well, it must be the battery. Uh, that's caused it, and it's not necessarily. Uh, they may have just discharged the battery down to uh, where it can't start the vehicle anymore. Okay, so you're saying a regular automotive battery is not made to discharge all the way. A deep cycle battery is made to discharge, but a regular automotive battery is not made to discharge completely. Correct. Yes, sir. You know, I think I want to ask you this. Truth or myth? 
setting a battery on concrete, does it discharge? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Um, so back in, in the day, it did discharge, but they have uh, changed the, uh, the makeup of what goes around the batteries now. The uh, plastic uh, that they use now doesn't allow the batteries to discharge. So you can set the battery down on concrete now. And it won't discharge the ver- the older batteries. If you did that, yes, that was in have. the old days. Well, truth. Well, I have one truth versus myth. Can you still use Coca Cola to clean your battery? Uh, it will work. Yes. Okay, yeah. that's true. <laughs> it will work, but you're putting acid yeah. on acid. I was gonna say you're gonna leave a, a mess, but uh, it will technically clean up all of the corrosion. Okay, right. It'll okay. clean up the corrosion, but you still have the acid. In the vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. On the vehicle. Yeah. 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 So when you think, when I I think about batteries themselves, okay, the different group size batteries, I know a lot of people don't want to spend a lot of money that a battery costs Mm. a lot of money and they don't want to go out and spend it. And a lot of times they don't get really the battery for the vehicle. Mm -hmm. They get anything that will go in there. Yeah. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. 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 That's uh, as long as um, there's space in the vehicle. You can put whatever battery you want in there, um, but batteries, I mean, uh, the vehicles need certain cold cranking amps in order to crank the vehicles. With all this newer technology, uh, is it really important to have the right battery in it with all the uh, electrical systems that these vehicles have? Mm -hmm. Because now even the milliamps, less, that vehicle will have sensors and all that may not work. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. That's We recommend you go with the battery that the uh, the car calls for okay. uh, because the engineers have designed it around that battery, uh, the electrical system, that it needs that kind of battery in order to support it. So you would say go with the OEM battery that came from the manufacturer? Uh, go with that same battery type, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why would somebody want a different size battery for their vehicle? Is there... Is that like, you know, raising up your truck? Like, it's, it's, is there a point to that? Well, it's according to when you start changing things on the vehicle. Just say if you have a, uh, a amp in there, you have a big radio, you have how, when you start putting these LED, these different type lights in the uh, front of the uh, headlights, what type of battery, but it's just not the battery because you got to have something to charge that battery. So mm-hmm. then you start changing with an alternator. So there's other things that you would need. But that is the, a lot of times they put different size batteries in. It's just like you're upgrading your truck upgrading yeah. the, what a battery yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. So there's more pieces to just than putting in a new battery. Right. You've got to kind of get the whole right. system together. You know, there has been times that I've seen somebody put an amp in their vehicle. It was a 1,000-watt uh, amp. And then next thing you know, they turn it on <laughs> and the vehicle dies. <laughs> Because they've done drained everything out of the battery and the alternator couldn't keep up with it. Right, yeah. right. You know, so that's happened many times. Right. I like the idea of putting rims on your car and then you try to drive and you just sucked out all the gas. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a difference sometimes. Right. I want to, and I may be jumping ahead. Y'all did talk a little bit about price. I want to know what happened to the battery price. Remember when you could go out and buy batteries for like 50 bucks, especially for an economy car. Right. Like, let's just say a Chevy Aveo, something shorter, smaller. Um, you could get it for fifty dollars. Now it's like one hundred twenty-five to one hundred and fifty for an economy. What happened? Yeah, yeah it has uh, exploded yeah. over the recent years. Um, what really contributed to the 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 big increase over the last few years was the COVID supply chain, uh, where it was just difficult to get 
batteries, mm-hmm. and that caused the price to go up. Uh, freight went up, um, so that influenced the battery price. Uh, now freight has started to come back down from where it was during okay. COVID. Okay. Um, in general, people are not uh, going to bring prices back down uh, once they're up there. Um, if they do, it's going to be very slow. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's why they're as high as they are now. It's because of what happened during COVID okay. and the industry kind of um, resisting going back down yeah. to what it was before. Yeah, yeah. So I sort of think about strength inflation. Mm-hmm. And what that is, they make things smaller and you pay the same price, but you get the smaller Version. Uh, version of it, just like a battery. You more lead you put in a battery, stronger the battery is going to be. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so if you think about a smaller battery, you know some people get one year warranties, two year warranties, and three year warranty batteries. Okay. Okay. Well, a lot of people will go and get that one year warranty because it didn't cost as much, mm-hmm. and they aren't even ninety day warranty batteries. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, uh, tell me a little bit. How do they do warranties now on batteries? Yeah, so uh, the industry's moved towards uh, free replacement on warranties. Uh, there used to be, you know, pro rata where, uh, you know, 48 months or more on pro rata. And that uh, was confusing for people because uh, the pro rata is based on retail price and you might not always buy it at what they considered retail price. And so then your pro rata uh, rate would change. And so with all the confusion there, Everybody's just gone to free replacement. Now it's uh, 18 months, 24 months, or 36 months is the, the standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them go up to 48. I know I used to where you go in there buy an 84-month uh, battery. Well, one that's for seven-year battery, well, you're going to pay just as much. You were, you're paying Sounds just like as much for the pro rate as the battery was. <laughs> you know, and that's where you talk about when batteries are just different sizes yeah. with different costs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, we're getting close to break. But before we go, we've got a few battery um emails that I wanted to hit. The first one is coming from Edie in Starkville. She says, now several months ago, the battery in her 2012 Ford Focus died. She jumped it and it's been fine since, but ever since that, the backup camera is now upside down. Is there a way to fix this? Well, even though the battery died, there's a lot of different things that go into when replacing a battery. A lot of people say, well, I'm taking it down to Advanced Auto or I'm taking it down to CarQuest or wherever, and I'm going to get my battery changed. Mm. Well, by you taking the battery out of the vehicle without a battery saver, you done killed everything that's in the vehicle. And a lot of those mm. systems had to be reset. Okay. Re, some of them had to be recalibrated. You know, I'll give you a good example. I had a Toyota, and we did something. Had The battery had to be replaced in it. So I said, okay, we'll just run it down there and get the battery replaced. I come back, every light on the dash was on. <laughs> and it took a while to get those lights to off. To get them off. <laughs> well, I was, well, all it did was put a battery in it. Yeah. But, as, but it just made every light come on the on the vehicle. Right. Because they didn't put a battery saver on it. A lot of times, uh, you take to auto parts stores, something like that, they just go out there, they take the battery out and put another one in, mm-hmm. and they replaced your battery all right. Yeah, but they didn't, they didn't battery save it. They didn't check everything out. And when I... When I talk about a battery saver, a battery saver is a device that you put in the vehicle that will save the voltage, enough voltage where it saves all the information on the car. Like a temporary pacemaker. Yes. Like yeah. a temporary pacemaker. <laughs> it saves everything. So when then you put in the battery, you didn't lose anything. Right. All the information, your radio stations are set. You know, what, what people used to do was so bad they had changed the battery. 
and every radio had a code. Yeah. And they killed the code, and they had to go back to either the manufacturer or to the uh, dealership and get the code so they could even play the radio. That's wild. Well, Edie, I hope that helped you in Starkville. All you have to do next go round is have somebody put a battery saver on that. That's right. (laughs) Well, you know what? If you've got a question about your battery or if you just got a general question about your car, we are here to help. Or you can send your emails to auto at mpbonline.org. We're talking about batteries. Is your car under recall? I'll tell you how you can find out next. You're listening to AutoCorrect with Coach Charlie Melton. I'm Jermaine Flood. If you want even more AutoCorrect, find our podcast on all podcast platforms for your smart device. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11 a.m. Here's some recent recalls. The first is in late January, Tesla. That's our favorite recall That is ever. our favorite car. Our favorite recalled car. <laughs> in late January, Tesla recalled 200,000 vehicles for backup cameras after recalling more than 2 million vehicles in December for issues concerning its autopilot feature in door locks, but now the third major Tesla recall in the last two months impacts warning lights on nearly 2.2 million vehicles. Affected vehicles include model year 2024 Cybertrucks 2017 to 23, model 3 sedans 2012 to 23, model S sedans 2016 to 24, model X SUVs, and the 2019 to 24 model Y SUVs. The instrument panel font sizes that are too small for the brake, park, and anti-lock brake system warning lights can make crucial safety information difficult to read, increasing the risk of a crash. Now, Tesla released a free over-the-air software update to some affected vehicles in late January to increase those font sizes to comply with the federal standards, and the remaining vehicles will receive the free update in early February. Teslas are going to be uh, notifying the owners March 30th, but meantime, you can contact the automaker directly. The next one is Honda's first major recall of the year regards a crucial seat component that you can't even see. More than 750,100 vehicles under the automaker and its Acura luxury brand are affected by a faulty airbag seat sensor. Effective vehicles and their model years include a whole heap of them. 2020 Honda Civic Coupe and Fit Hatchback. 2021 Honda CRV, CRV hybrids. I mean, there's a whole list in the 2022 Acura MDX SUVs. If you want to see the rest of this list, which is kind of thick, um, you can uh, go to the recalls and I'll I'll give you that address at the end. But this issue concerns the front passenger seat weight sensor, which may crack and short circuit, failing to suppress the airbag as intended and unintentionally develop, uh, deploy rather airbag during a crash can increase the risk of an injury. They are replacing the seat weight sensors for free. Um, Honda will begin notifying owners March 18th. And finally, it's a rough day for a certain population of owners of GM's latest generation heavy duty pickup trucks a recall for more than 323,200. This is the one you told me about, Coach. Chevrolet Silverado and GMC Sierra HD pickups is out over the risk of unwanted tailgate openings. That's scary. Effective trucks include model year 2020 to 24 Silverado 2500s and 3500s and GMC Sierra 2500s and 3500s equipped with power locking tailgates. Now, the tailgate's electronic gate release switch may short circuit on account of water. 
which is called rain, which can result in the tailgate inadvertently unlatching while the vehicle is in park. An unlatched tailgate may open while while driving thereafter and could result in a loss of unsecured cargo, which has happened to me literally on the road one day, creating a road hazard and increasing the risk of a crash. Dealers are replacing the exterior touchpad switch assemblies for free, but owners are advised to check that tailgate is closed and latched before driving until the repair is performed. Get some tape on there. Um, they <laughs> Chevy and GMC will notify owners March 18th, but those with further questions can contact the automaker. You can find out if your car is a pass recall by going to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's website, nhtsa.gov forward slash recalls and inputting your VIN. We're talking about batteries. We're also taking your vehicle repair questions. Our email address is auto at mpbonline.org. Coach, we're going to go to the phone lines. We've got Andrew in Vicksburg on the line. He's got a question about what we were talking about. It's about the battery saver. Andrew, you're on with Coach Charlie Melton. Uh, yes, sir. I was going to ask you when, you, when you talk about a battery saver, are you talking about like a trickle charger? No, the, the difference, a battery saver is where you put a little 9-volt battery in it and you just plug it into the power point. Uh, one of the power point uh, sockets in the vehicle and what it'll do that little nine volts will save what information is in that vehicle so it does not have to relearn that information okay and okay, you get time. next time I yeah, next time at the parts store, I'm trying to find one of those. Yeah, you can get those at the parts store, and they're matter of fact, they're not really expensive, but just find the one that will fit that. But when you think about a trickle charger, that's that just leads me into something. Oh, when you have the trickle charger, now that all that does is maintains that battery but once yes. you take the battery out it's not going there's nothing to maintain because the battery's not right. there mm-hmm. so that's right. why you need that's why you need the battery saver and it's just a little nine volt battery that little square battery um very easy okay and um i have a car that we're we're putting uh it has the multiple carburetors on it do you know of any place that like here in jackson or vicksburg it does like uh where they can um calibrate their carburetors together like do all the linkage and everything. You know, um, what year vehicle is it? It's a uh, 72 Roadrunner. Yeah, I would take you could take that in Clinton over at Pete Tires. Uh, they work on all those older vehicles there and they could calibrate those cal- carburetors for you. Uh, Pete Tires? Yeah, it's right there okay. off uh, Clinton Billabar, I do believe. Not not Clinton Billabar, Pine Haven. Okay, I'll. I'll find them. All right. Thank you so much. Thank y'all. Andrew, thank you so much for your phone call. Again, our guest expert in with us is Brent Chappell. He's with CSI Batteries. Brent, thank you again for joining us today. No, no, it's a pleasure. Let's get back onto some battery talk here. Coach, where do you want to go with it? Well, you know, I was thinking about future technology and batteries. Brent, where do you think we're, where are we going in automotive batteries? Yeah, in automotive batteries, uh, I actually think that uh, we'll continue with uh, the kind of uh, technology that we've been moving with, with lead-acid batteries. Uh, You do have an upgrade with uh, AGM batteries, which uh, AGM just stands for absorbent glass mat uh, battery. And basically it's this this sponge that they soak up with the acid and then super compress it, stuff it into the battery so that it can't go anywhere. Um, they tend to last a little bit longer um, because they don't uh, suffer from vibration as much, which is one of the killers of batteries. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with the technology, if we stay the same, and then, you know, I always like to talk about EV batteries as well. Tell me a little bit what you know about EV batteries. 
Yeah. So uh, EV batteries um, are basically uh, lithium batteries, and there's different uh, chemistries of lithium batteries. Uh, the most common one right now is lithium phosphate, which is supposed to be a, a safer uh, chemistry. Um, I do not see that becoming big in the regular automotive industry anytime soon, um, at least for replacement batteries. Um, the cost of lithium batteries is much higher than the lead-acid battery. Um, and really all you need the battery to be able to do is to start the vehicle, and then the alternator takes over. Um, and so the um, the lithium battery is generally bad at cranking. Uh, lithium batteries are very good at long draws. Um, so if you have, uh, you know, a, uh, uh, a boat that you put the, uh, the lithium on the trolling motor, it works really well for that. Um, but for cranking something, they're, they're not very good. Okay. Uh, we had an email talked about how much batteries cost, EV batteries, and they said that you can get one from $200 to $700 uh, for a EV battery. Is that feasible? Um, not here. So in not, Mississippi. So it's not feasible um, in Mississippi. Coach, yeah. I, I know where you're going with this, so yeah. let me go ahead and <laughs> break into this email. So we did receive an email from um, Jack Green in Vicksburg, and Jack did um, email us right after our EV show that we had on. And he, he stated, I'm sorry, but that was one of the worst shows you've done. And we have the ability to laugh at ourselves right. here, Coach. <laughs> If you feel like that, Jack, that's okay. Um, but he said he has a 2007 Ford Escape four-wheel drive hybrid and had a 2005 Prius, and his daughter has a new EV Volvo, and her husband runs an auto body shop in California. He says, I worked in the solar industry making solar panels in the late 70s until Reagan was sworn in. He said, though, your experts stating $20,000 to replace batteries needed to be amended. Not you. Not this expert. <laughs> not Brent Chapel. He was not here for that he EV episode. That we are going to see him out of this one. That's right. Um, but that the experts stating $20,000 to replace batteries needed to be amended to some EVs. He said, when I bought my Ford, I did some checking and you could in California get recycled batteries for as little as $700 installed. Back then, the anti-EV types loved to say $8,000 to replace batteries. $700 to $2,000 was more accurate. Now, he says his next car is a slightly used Ford Escape, having 235,000 miles on his original battery slash car. Um, mileage has and is slipping. Um, I don't know what he's saying there, but if you're spending 20, uh, 20 grand, sell the car or go to a different battery battery person, he says. No wonder Mississippi is the worst state in the union for EVs. Well, you think about EV batteries, and I'm not saying that uh, he's wrong, but in Mississippi, as you just stated, Brent, is that it's unfeasible to get one for two hundred to $7,000. Yeah. I mean, because the batteries themselves, he talked about a hybrid battery, he talked about a Prius battery, he talked about a Ford battery. Okay, a uh, hybrid battery is different than a EV battery. Mm -hmm. Okay. Correct. So could tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So hybrid batteries are not the same as the, uh, the batteries that are going in the new, you know, Ford fusions or things like that. Um, they're made to help the, uh, the regular car battery. So it'll run sometimes on that hybrid battery and then it'll also run on the, uh, the old system. 
of uh, the uh, the regular battery and the um, you know gas powered engine. Um, so that battery is going to be different than a fully electric vehicle, which would be the Ford Fusion, uh, things like that. Um, and that's going to be a much heavier battery, much bigger battery. So the cost is going to be way different. Uh, a hybrid battery, you probably could get a uh, a refurbished one for seven seven hundred dollars. Um, a Ford Fusion battery, I don't see that happening. But um, you know, maybe there's somebody out there who is refurbing the uh, um, the old ones for that. And he may, they may need to get with you and let you see if you can sell some of the yeah. batteries. Yeah. Or go yeah. to the junkyard and cross yeah. your fingers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the reason our uh, last guest talked about EV batteries is because he knows people that own EVs and he's checked into that. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you from experience, I talked to Tesla, and Tesla told me that it would cost as much the battery would cost me as much as me putting a new engine mm. in a vehicle mm. from 14000 to 28000 Now, that came from Tesla themselves. themselves. Yeah, Tesla you know, themselves. Not a Ford. Not, not a, a Ford, not a, anything else, yeah. but that is, came from Tesla themselves. I spent three hours in the Tesla showroom talking to this gentleman, and he wouldn't give me a direct answer what that battery cost. He just said it's cost as much as it would cost to put a new engine in a car between fourteen and $28,000. Okay. Okay. Well, we're, we'll, we can keep going back and forth. Yeah. I, I mean, things, you know, prices fluctuate. Things happen. That's right. Hey, freight, freight, <laughs> hey, you can find deals. You can That's find right. deals. All of it can be done. Thank you again, Jack, for that email. Our email address where you can send questions is auto at mpbonline.org. We're talking about batteries between your car repair questions. What's in the news? Well, in January, Governor Reeves asked lawmakers to appropriate $350 million in state funds to the Marshall County EV Battery deal. So I'll tell you more about that next. Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Coach Charlie Melton, retired instructor from Clinton High School's Automotive Tech Program, is our expert host. I'm Jermaine Flood. I hope you've downloaded it. Mm-hmm. We're going to get it. it out today, Coach. I hope you downloaded our app for your smartphone. You want that. The MPB Public Media app. In addition to listening to the show on the MPB Public Media app, you can click on the support button and contribute. Contributions help keep our program on the air for you and others to enjoy, and we thank you for your contribution to Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Autocorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11 a.m. In the news, Governor Reeves asked lawmakers to appropriate $350 million in state funds to Marshall County EV battery deal that was in January. Um, he called a special session to ask lawmakers to appropriate those funds to close an economic development deal that would bring an election electric vehicle battery facility to North Mississippi. The multi-billion dollar project, if approved, is slated to be constructed at the Chickasaw Trails Industrial Park in Marshall County near the Mississippi-Tennessee state line. State officials recently invested around $1.1 million in the industrial park, and Reeves at the time declined to name the companies involved in the proposal deal, but that the project is a joint venture between Daimler, I'm probably pronouncing this all wrong, truck hold Holdings, um, PAC, Car, and Cummings Truck Holdings. The three manufacturers announced plans last year to jointly invest 
$2 billion to $3 billion in a battery production facility. Um, Reeves stated that economic development is a team sport. It's not partisan. It doesn't matter what part of the state it is. And this is going to change lives for thousands and thousands of people in North Mississippi and Marshall County and beyond. Now, the project includes a $1.9 billion corporate capital investment, creating 2,000 jobs and pays workers an average salary of $66,000, according to the governor, who's asking lawmakers to appropriate that $350 million in taxpayer funds to contribute to the project. Now, about half of the money the legislature legislature spends on the economic deal will go toward infrastructure around the facility, and the other half would go toward the business itself. So if lawmakers approve this um, economic development project, it will be the second type of deal since Reeves became governor, where lawmakers have appropriated state tax dollars. Reeves signed legislation into law November 2022 for money and tax incentives to benefit steel dynamics expanding in Columbus. So that's that story. Yeah, when I think about that story there, it's great. Economic uh, development is great. But if you think about the ones that are involved is Packard. Uh, Freightline and Peterbilt, all of them. <laughs> Thank you for uh, all, all of correcting them, me. <laughs> all of them are trucking companies. They own, they build trucks, and they are building these vehicles for uh, commercial for trucks going up and down the road, okay. if it's buses or anything like that. And I just want to throw in that the Chinese does own ten percent of it as well. Okay, so just you know, there's a little corner. There's there. a little corner there. The Chinese can come in and they own a little bit of it. Okay, but. If you think about economical development here in Mississippi, Governor Reese has done a great job and getting these different companies to come in and mm-hmm. 2,000 jobs at making $66,000 a year. Hey, that is great. Good. But I just hope it don't wind up like the meat packing company did years ago, the beef company. Okay. Mississippi lost millions of dollars in that. Okay. You know, and just hope it don't end up like that. All right. Well, y'all, I'll include a link to this show in our podcast description. We're talking about batteries. Our expert host is Brent Chapel with CSI Batteries. You can email your questions to auto at mpbonline.org. Back to our discussion about batteries. Coach, where do you want to go with it next? Now we're going to talk about what destroys batteries. I know people are out there buying batteries. That's your job to sell batteries. But what is making these batteries uh, disintegrate and just go bad? Yeah. Um, so the main killers of batteries uh, is heat, um, vibration, and then just uh, maintenance. Mm. Um, so heat, um, when it's out there in the 100-degree weather, um, it causes the metal in the plates to bend, and that reduces the life of the uh, vehicle. So a common misunderstanding is that uh, when it gets cold, all the batteries go bad. Uh, well, actually, what's happening is the cold is showing what the summer did the uh, previous summer. The heat uh, bent those plates, and then the cold is revealing what the heat did. And yeah, I always try to tell people that the battery is really going bad during the summertime, because, mm-hmm. but it's not going to show up until the wintertime because of the more power you need, the more amperage you need to turn that engine. So right. what else uh, destroys that battery? Yeah, so vibration. Um, we had... Uh, uh, one place that uh, they didn't um, secure their batteries to the vehicle and it would bounce all around. And um, that's going to, it did cause the uh, plates that are inside the battery to break. And once one of those plates that's connecting the different cells breaks, the, the battery doesn't work. And uh, just in general, the uh, 
vibration just being on a road eventually is going to cause that. Okay. Um, but as best as you can, if you secure your battery, uh, that will increase the life expectancy of the battery. Okay. You know, when you think about the plates breaking, if you ever seen the inside of a battery, that the inside of a battery has these things called grids, and these grids are pressed with uh, ammonium uh, paste. And as this paste is pushed up in these grids, then they're put together with separators and all to keep the positive and negative from touching each other. But that's how they're put together. And so I would think about in South Jackson, those big old giant potholes uh, Mm -hmm. that's happening right now. I think you could really knock that uh, paste out of those batteries and you end up buying a battery and buying a front end as well. Right. If that happens, go talk to Jackson. Um, But then if you what will keep us to maintain that battery? How can a consumer make that battery last longer? Yeah. So um, to make it last longer maintenance wise, if it is a battery that has the caps on the top, a maintainable battery, you can pop those caps off and make sure that the water level is uh, still full. Uh, If the battery uh, loses all of the water that's inside or the acid water mixture, um, it's going to uh, go bad very quickly. And that's generally when you'll smell that uh, uh, rotten the egg rotten smell. egg smell is there's no water left in the battery. It's it's uh, um, causing that reaction that's causing the smell, the sulfur in there. Yeah, I can give you a good uh, example of what I did years and years ago. And I was working at the school at the time I did this. Uh, I took a charger, and it was not a trickle charger. I should have had a trickle charger, but I didn't have one at the time. Mm -hmm. But I put a charger on it, and the charger didn't go off. It stayed on all night long. So when we came in the building next morning, you could smell it. It was like rotten egg smell all over the building. (laughs) And they were going to call the fire department, but I told them, I said, nope, it's just this battery here. I know what's wrong with it. And you could touch the battery. It was just as hot as it could be. All the uh, liquid had uh, evaporated out of it. Now, when you talk about liquid in a battery, a battery has electrolyte in it. Okay, electrolyte is a combination of water and acid. Okay, you put you're supposed to put distilled water in a battery, and you know people don't understand. Well, why would I put distilled water in a battery? Well, really, if you think about it, distilled water has no minerals in it whatsoever, and so those minerals are not going to get on that plate, and they're not going to suffocate uh, suffocate that uh, plate in there. So you put distilled water in there, and you put acid in there. Now, one thing I was thinking about batteries is that you never put acid in a battery that has been filled with water and acid if it evaporates. You never go back and put acid. Is that true? Um, You can put some acid, but uh, generally what we say is it's better just to put distilled water into there. Um, But if you're going to put acid, then it needs to be uh, one-third acid with two-thirds distilled water. Uh, So that kind of mixture uh, that we've told people that will work. Okay, so consumers don't really know that to put a third of uh, acid, and they really don't even know what acid we're talking about. So really, the best thing is to put water back in. Yes, that's the simplest fix. Just put distilled water. Just put distilled water in it. Now, what happens if somebody puts tap water in it? Uh, It will still work with tap water. It's just those minerals that are in the water uh, do cause a little bit more resistance and sulfation, like Coach was saying. 
Um, and so it'll reduce the life of the battery. Oh, so you can damage your battery. Okay. Yes. Well, Jackson don't have to worry about that because they ain't got water. Just run to Kroger. <laughs> just, just go to Kroger. They got it on the shelf down that battery. That, I mean, that, down the that, battery that, aisle. That's yeah, what we're going to call it. it. Battery supply aisle, which is the water so aisle. So you can get some distilled water there. You can. You can. Coach, I want to go to the phone lines. We've got Curtis on the road. He says he's dealing with oil. Curtis, you're on with Coach Charlie. Yes, I have a uh, 2016 Ford Mustang convertible. Um, has 109,000 miles on it. It's making a vibration noise from 35 to 65. It also does it on cruise control. It uh, it kind of sounds like you, you're driving over speed bumps. So that the vibration noise, do you have an idea what that could be? Okay, so that's, a, that's a real-wheel drive vehicle, right? Yes. Okay, so the thing is, a lot of times, usually if you have a vibration in a range from 35 to 65 or maybe 40 to 80, whatever that range is, and then you get over a certain range, it stops. Usually that's the balance of the tire. Uh, so what I first of all, I have to check those balances of those tires to make sure that they're balanced. So you could just have one, and it does feel like you're going over speed bumps because it just starts shaking a little bit. Like it's unbalanced. Now, that's the first thing I would check there. And the reason I asked you, was it a real-world drive, is that sometimes that you could have a, a vibration problem through the drive shaft, okay? Uh, maybe something got hit, knocked the weights off the drive shaft or something like that, you know, because there are weights on it. It has to be balanced. And so you may have a problem there. But the easiest fix on that, most likely, is go check your tires, make sure they are balanced. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. Curtis, thank you so much. We're discussing batteries and taking your car repair questions. I see you, Paul, in Hattiesburg, and also Nick and Tibby. We'll get right to you. You can send us an email to auto, not Paul and Nick, the other people who want to send us an email, to auto at mpbonline.org. Y'all hold on. We've got a new car review from Casey Williams coming up in Coach's Tip of the Week. This is AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Here's a new car review from Casey Williams. It's Auto Casey on AutoCorrect. Whether you're buying a heavy-duty truck for work or for comfort, the vehicle we have this week will be perfect. It's a 2024 F-350 King Ranch Edition. Now, the King Ranch means it's got all the luxury features on it, and it's really inspired by the South Texas Ranch. It's got saddle leather seats inside. It's got a lot of chrome on it, a lot of nice nickel trim on the inside, but also has heated seats, a heated steering wheel, the B&O audio system, heads-up display on all the crash avoidance systems. But what you're really going to like about this truck is the engine. This has the 6.7 liter turbo diesel V8. Generates 500 horsepower, 1,200 pound-feet of torque, and you can pull up to 20,000 pounds. So this is not your average truck just to go pick up some, go pick up the lawnmower at the shop. This is a truck that can do some serious work. And it also, as you might imagine, comes with a pretty serious price. So the F-350 starts about $46,000 for a construction model. This went all in $95,165. See the full video on his YouTube channel, Auto Casey, and listen to AutoCorrect on the MPB Think Radio YouTube channel. This is AutoCorrect. If you've missed any of our program, you can listen to the whole show from autocorrect.mpbonline.org. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11 a.m. Stay tuned after the show at 11 a.m. It's Southern Ribbony Kids and Teens with Dr. Morgan McLeod. I'm Jermaine Flood. Our expert is Coach Charlie Melton, ASC, certified master technician. And our guest expert is Brent Chapel with CSI Batteries. It's time for Coach's Tip of the Week. You know, as we're talking about batteries, we just want to be very careful about it. 
get the right size battery for your vehicle. Make sure it has the right amperage and bolt the battery down so it doesn't vibrate so that battery lasts longer. Those are nice one-on-one tips to live by. Let's go to the phones. We've got Paul in Hattiesburg on the line. He's got a battery question. Paul, you're on with Coach Charlie. Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, so my mom got a, a Prius back in about 2017, and shortly after that, she got to the age where uh, she unsafe driving, and so that car right now has about 10,000 miles on it, and it's been going months uh, with sitting, and then I'll you know take it out for a road trip. And so I'm wondering about the effects um, of that on a car like that where they've got a more complex battery system and how to sort of maintain um, that battery in that kind of a situation. So you're talking about in that Prius, right? Yeah, it's a 2016 Prius. And I already replaced the 12-volt, but I'm concerned about the effect on the more expensive um, battery that's under the back seat, the big, big battery. Any idea on that? Yeah, so with lithium batteries, um, as long as you keep them over the 10% threshold, um, they shouldn't have any problems just sitting. Uh, you can, you shouldn't drain them down below 10%. That could cause problems, but uh, you could leave it at 50% indefinitely, and it wouldn't hurt the battery at all. So you're telling them that he should make sure that every now and then drive the battery so yes. it doesn't drain yeah. out, drive the drive the vehicle every now and then so it doesn't drain. But as long as you're at 10%, you're good uh, because the, th- the vehicle's not going to charge more than 80%. That battery stops charging about 80%. It never charges 100%. Okay, that's good to know. And what happens, uh, is there any idea how much it, the life reduces if it does drop below that 10% threshold? Uh, it depends on the lithium battery. Uh, some lithium batteries, uh, if it drops below that, it's it's done, done. Uh, that's it. I see, okay. Um, for others, you can get it where it's a manual restart, where you have to get send it to the uh, the dealer, and they will... Uh, forcibly restart the battery and it will reduce the life expectancy. Gotcha. I really appreciate it. All right. Appreciate you, Paul. Let's go to Nick and Tibby. He's got a battery question. Nick, you're on with Coach Charlie. Coach Charlie, y'all doing fine today, I'm sure. Yes, Yes, sir. sir. Okay. My first, I got two. First question is lead acid batteries, 12 volt. Uh, uh, I'm a farmer and uh, uh, my batteries are in tractors and, and different pieces of equipment that are seasonal. And during the winter time, they set up and they don't run. I'd say sometimes for four months. Uh, is it necessary to put a trip, charge them up, make sure they're charged up, and put a trickle charger on them for that four months? Well, I would put a trickle charge on it because the thing is, those batteries they do lose voltage and amperage out of the top of the battery. Believe it or not, it does lose voltage across the uh, terminals and all uh, the case, especially if they're dirty or anything. So it would lose a little voltage and all. But I would put a trickle charger on them just to maintain that amperage. Does it make them last longer? It will make them last yes. longer. Yes. All right. My next question is: I have heard this is a yes or no uh, answer. A battery that is clean sits, that is not used, drains about 10% of its power every 30 days. Mm. What do you think about that, Brad? I, I don't know. I feel like that's right. No. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> So it takes generally three to four months for a battery from fully charged to get to where it's discharged. It needs to be charged again. So that's about right. 
Yeah, yeah. So, I, the only reason why I know is my mom's car sits in the driveway a lot. So I was like, yeah. no, that sounds about right. Yeah, so that's <laughs> what that's the reason you're going to put a trickle charge on there is to maintain that battery. Yeah. Okay, and uh, is a a battery that is bought that says it's uh it's non maintenance battery. Does it still need to be opened up to make sure that it is up a level on water from time to time? No, you have a serviceable battery and you have a maintenance-free battery. The maintenance-free battery, you don't touch it. You usually have these eyes in them. You can look down there and see if it's uh, charged. But, yeah, you don't don't open a, a maintenance-free battery. Yeah, yeah. now leave the maintenance-free ones alone. Now, the serviceable okay. batteries, you can open them and you can put uh, fluid in them, but make sure you put distilled water in them. Mm-hmm. I understand. I know. I know all about that. Hey, I appreciate you, fellas. Y'all really very helpful. Thank you so much. Nick, we appreciate you for your call. Well, Coach, you you did it today, and Brent, you helped out. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for being here, Brent. No, no, thank you all for inviting me. Brent, is there anything you want our listeners to know about batteries just off the top at the last minute? Um, Just, uh, you know, we've uh, got anything that you need. Uh, okay. at CSI Batteries in Clinton. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's it, y'all. That'll wrap us up for today's AutoCorrect. Our show engineer, Lacey Alexander, call screener, Charles Arnold. For Coach Charlie Melton, Master Technician, and Brent Chapel with CSI Batteries, I'm Jermaine Flood. Thanks for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android. Android phone on demand.